Are you worried that the coaching market is too saturated and that you're going to struggle to get clients? Then stay tuned, I'm going to be sharing how you can stand out in a saturated coaching market and I'm also going to be answering the question, is the coaching market actually saturated? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow a coaching business you love the wholehearted way. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura. I help health, life and spiritual coaches get more clients so they can generate more income and live their most aligned life. And today on the show, we're talking all about standing out in a saturated coaching market. Now, I think this is such an interesting one. I've got lots of stuff to say about this. So stay tuned. First of all, We want to talk about how saturated the coaching market actually is because I think there's this big feeling that there's just so many coaches now, you know, how on earth can you stand out amongst all of these other coaches? Like everyone and their sister is a coach these days. And I want to talk all about that and also give you some tips on how to stand out. But first of all, is the coaching market actually saturated? Now, Statistically speaking, there are more coaches now than ever. And again, I think if you look anywhere on social media, it will feel like there are basically a fuck ton of coaches. (laughs) There's coaches everywhere. However, that happens because you as someone who is a coach and who is interested in coaching is seeing all the coaches, you know, we filter. When something is of importance to us, our brains will filter for it, it will pick it up. So if someone says to you, I'm going to give you a yellow car, you know, here, buy this yellow car, you will start seeing yellow cars everywhere. It's just how our brain works. It filters for these things. And you are filtering, I'm presuming, if you're someone who's interested in coaching, you will start to see coaches everywhere. It just happens. You know, the algorithm as well, you know, if you're on social media, it is going to show you every single coach. It's just the way that it works. So it can feel extremely saturated. And yes, there are more coaches now than there has been before. You know, more and more people are training as a coach. However, there are more people investing in coaching as well. So yes, there's a lot of coaches. Is the coaching market saturated? Yes and no. Like I say, there is a lot of coaches, however, there are more people who want to invest in coaching. So I think it's really important that you look at it from that perspective. Either way, you know, whether or not it's actually saturated or not, it is still a good idea to think about some of these tips because they are going to help you stand out regardless. So like I say, more people are investing in coaching than ever before. And I really think that our job as a business owner, not necessarily as a coach, and I think this is where we really need to get our business owner hats on, our job as a business owner is to attract in those people who are ready to invest in coaching. And perhaps part of that is also educating them on how coaching can help them. But that's our job as a business owner is to attract in those people, to share our unique way of helping people with their problems or helping them achieve their aspirations. That's what our job is. And part of that is absolutely to stand out and to put ourselves forward as best we can. So my first tip when it comes to how to stand out is kind of more of a general I suppose it's like a like a general energetic. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking in all this language at the moment, but it just feels like the only way I can describe it. This is just a, a place to situate yourself energetically when it comes to standing out. And really simply, it goes as no one else is you. Now, when it comes to standing out, you automatically should stand out because no one else is who you are. Like no one else has your experiences, your skills and knowledge, your, you know, physical appearance, your voice, your tone of voice. Like no one else is like you. And I honestly think when it comes to standing out, most of it is really about you 
putting all of that stuff, all of those differences, and sometimes the things that we are actually kind of keep in and are, are, are we worry that people might judge are actually the differences that we want to share because that's actually what sometimes attracts people in. But I honestly think when it comes to standing out, the best thing that we can do is to just share who we are because no one else is us. And this is why, again, when we have the conversation about competition in the coaching space, I don't necessarily think that that's as much of a thing as it actually is. Like, I don't think people are sitting there looking at, you know, this coach's Instagram and this coach's Instagram and thinking, oh, which coach should I work with? I, th- I very, very, very rarely think that happens. I think the way that people make decisions around who they work with as a coach is a lot more intuitive and connective and, you know, organic. It, I just don't think people are sitting there comparing, like, the buying a car. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they're sitting there looking at, like, well, I like the wheels on this one, but, you know, I like the, you know, the infotainment system on this one. Like, I don't think people are sitting there doing that at all. So our job, again, just to go back to, you know, what I was saying before in terms of business owners and getting out there and standing out, I honestly think really the core of that is just about sharing who we are. And this is why at every stage of my business and everything that I share, everything I teach about business, that's a core thing because, we need to be sharing who we are and we need to be, you know, I'll get into some of this as we go on. We need to be doing our business and showing up in our businesses aligned with who we are because when we're not, it's actually stopping us standing out in a lot of ways and it's going to prevent people from connecting with us and actually forming genuine connections that are really important when it comes to people wanting to work with us as a coach. So yeah, I think it rarely happens, you know, I've definitely had some clients where they're like, well, I've had a call with another coach and I'm making a decision and that's fine. But honestly, most of the time, it's a completely different kind of decision-making process. And this is why it's important to remember that no one else is you and to really use that energy as a central starting point when it comes to standing out, because that's what's going to make the difference. And then the next thing to consider when it comes to standing out is your visual branding. Now, I'm a former designer. I am big. I mean, I'm still doing design work, but I don't offer it anymore in the business. But I... I'm a really big fan of your visual brand helping you stand out. Now, there's a few ways that you can do this. The main thing that you want to bear in mind with this is your brand should feel like you. Yes, you want your brand to appeal to potential clients, but ultimately you want your brand to feel like who you are. Because I think that, again, that's going to draw people who are the right fit into working with you. It is going to mean that you show up more confidently because you feel that you have a brand that reflects who you are. And you don't want to water yourself down just to appeal to certain people. That's actually going to have the opposite effect. So it's really important that your brand feels like you. And then layering that on, if you look at what other coaches are doing in your space and what their visual brand looks like, and we often see trends in visual branding, it can be, if it feels aligned, to disrupt that and to go and do something completely different with your branding. So if you notice that a lot of, let's say, health coaches have got very, you know, it's all very green and it's all very botanical and and organic and stuff, and that's not necessarily you, then that's an invitation for you to go off and do something wildly different that feels more like you and that will really help you stand out because that's great and that's lovely. But actually, perhaps, you know, you want some bright red in there and perhaps, you know, you want a completely different feel for your visual brand. If that doesn't feel like you, I don't think there's any point in being 
disruptive for the sake of it like if that doesn't feel like you the brand's not going to be the right fit for who you are and you're not going to be able to inhabit that if you go for a really big brashy brand and that's not actually who you are and you actually do like the gentle botanical organic shapes that's fine yes other coaches might have similar branding but that's fine but it can be a really really good way to stand out and you know just think about who you are like what is your aesthetic as a person is that like a very generation z kind of thing to say but what's your aesthetic as a person and how can that come out in your branding like i'm currently in the process of a rebrand it's very much in the background at the moment and i'm doing it myself because i have got my own design background and i'm really excited about where it's going it feels like you know from the last rebrand which was three years ago which, you know, is lovely. I love the boho vibes. I love how it feels. It's not quite me anymore. And I think it does feel a little bit, I don't know, I want something a little bit more vibrant and a bit more me. So I'm really excited to bring that through. And it's very similar to the existing brand. It's just got a few little tweaks that make it a bit different. So I'm really excited about that. And I do think that's going to help me stand out. And then another thing that you can do to stand out is to just get really clear on your values. Now, Sometimes when it comes to values, we can get a little bit afraid of really being loud about sharing them. And when I'm talking about values that underpin our businesses, it might be things like, you know, the value of transparency, the value of equality. It might be certain, you know, things around racism, around homophobia, things like that, which are certainly underpin what I'm all about. And people can get a bit nervous about sharing these things because they don't want to get it wrong. They don't want to offend anyone. They might be worried about turning some people off. And honestly, I think if you're worried about turning some people off, it's probably not a strong enough value for you because, you know, I don't give a fuck about who I turn off when I say that, you know, values of equality are really important to me. So it's really about knowing what your values are and really, you know, to take a word out of my own brand book, being really wholehearted about those. And actually, I think when you do that from a really genuine place, like this isn't like a, you know, this isn't like all the companies getting out their rainbow flags and waving them in June in Pride Month and not actually doing anything in the background. This is about having values that you really proactively put into practice in your business and if you do that then I think it's a really good thing to share that because it really can help you stand out from other people if you have values that you take very seriously and that you do embed in your business it's a good thing to talk about them and to share them because again that can help you stand out from other people who are just not doing that so I think that can be really really useful way to stand out but like I say there's no point in doing it if it is literally just like a you know a little flag wavy thing that doesn't really mean anything you want to think about your values and how they actually play a role in your business and the delivery and and, and all of the different ways that your business functions your values should be going into that not just something that you have on a page on your website but I think values when you are really wholehearted about them you feel really passionately about them they can help you stand out and then there's your messaging so your messaging and I think just generally your tone of voice the words that you use in your business these can be really really great ways to stand out so for example I swear I think I can't remember if I saw it at the start of this video, but I swear, I swear in real life, it's not a great habit. Well, it's not a great habit when you've got kids and you don't want to be swearing in front of a three-year-old who like parrots everything that you say. But I swear in real life, it's just who I am. And I do use it in my business. I'm not in a boardroom. Do you know what I mean? This is my business. I can do what I want. But it's about using 
your, I think this is more than just obviously the, the, the tone of voice and the words that you use. This is your story. This is your why. This is your experiences. This is the words that you use. It's the vocabulary that you use. It's the tone of voice that, that you use in your business. All of these things can really help you stand out. So if you're in the, again, let's say the holistic health coaching space and everyone's all very airy fairy and you know and very spiritual sounding and it's all very gentle and then you come in and you've like been really honest and upfront and everything's like hard truths and you know and you swear a little bit that can be really refreshing for some people who are just looking at that thinking oh that's all lovely but it doesn't really appeal like you can come in and be completely different but again remember that the golden rule only do it if it's who you are like this is really more about any of the reasons that you give yourself for not being your whole self in your business this is where you say I don't need that. I can be my whole self in my business. And actually it's important that I do so because that's going to be the foundation of how I stand out in this, you know, quote unquote, saturated coaching market. So think about your messaging, think about the words that are using, your vocabulary, your tone of voice, all of that jazz. That's the main tip out of all of these, to be honest, is just focus on being you. And then there's thought leadership. Now, I really wanted to include this one because I think it is a kind of newish area that's coming out in terms of content marketing and thought leadership is basically sharing ideas, unique perspectives, opinions on a certain niche topic area. And I think there's an element of expertise that comes with that. Now, not everyone is going to be comfortable with owning that label of expert and sharing expertise. However, some of you guys will, like some of you guys will have a very specific niche that you know inside out and back to front. And if that is you, then getting into the thought leadership space and sharing content as a thought leader, which might be commentary on things that are happening in a certain industry. It might be, you know, presenting fresh ideas, fresh ways of thinking about things. Then that can be a really great way to stand out if that feels good to you. And like I say, you will know whether or not this kind of style of thing is right for you or not. If you feel that you have a certain level of expertise and you really feel confident that you know this area, then this is a great way to stand out from other people who are perhaps doing similar stuff in your niche but who aren't owning their expertise as much and like I say it can be a really tricky one we'll have lots of mindset stuff that come up against us owning that label and I do like what Denise Treville Thomas has always said is be a contributor not a guru in terms of you know see yourself more as contributing to conversations and I think if that feels more comfortable as an inroad towards thought leadership then that's a great place to start is just to see yourself as a contributor towards the conversations that are ongoing but just the whole concept of thought leadership do check that out give it a google see what other people have got to say about it because I think it's quite an interesting way to situate yourself in terms of content marketing that can definitely be a way that you can stand out from other coaches and then next up is to identify some specific signatures and repeat them so what I'm talking about here and again this is not necessarily going to resonate for everybody and I've got some thoughts on it myself but what this basically means is it's finding some key things about your business and brand and you that you dial up and repeat so that you become recognizable and stand out so the person who jumps into my mind for this there's a woman called Danny Wallace who is speaker she talks a lot about like business mindset kind of stuff and she has like quite a vintage style like the way she dresses is quite vintage she often wears like a headscarf and her kind of whole thing is I am the queen bee and she has like bees on her stuff and she's obviously dialed up these elements like I don't think she necessarily walks around in vintage 
you know, vintage clothing at home and she's like doing the schooling or whatever, but maybe she does. But she's clearly dialed up these elements of herself to become signatures in her brand that make her recognisable and stand out. So it's really about identifying what those could be for you. So perhaps it's that you love stripy t-shirts and red lipstick and that's your thing and you wear those things on repeat and they become signatures. Perhaps it's some of the words that you use. So I use wholehearted a lot. I would say that's probably the one (laughs) signature element that I have is that I use wholehearted. That's one of my big brand words that I use quite a lot. And it's just about identifying what those things might be. And there might be a visual thing. There might be a graphic thing. There might be like a little graphic design thing. It might be words that that you use, vocabulary that you use often. And it's just about identifying what those things might be that you feel comfortable with dialing up and repeating because it's the dialing it up. So it's perhaps, you know, being a little bit over the top with it and, you know, and then the repetition that actually makes it these signature things that help you stand out. Now, the reason I've got a slight uncomfortableness with this is that also I feel like this kind of like having to turn ourselves into these one dimensional, like packaged products in this way is very much capitalist culture. Part of me wants to really rebel against it, I'll be honest. However, also knowing that it does work and that it does help you stand out. So I think this is a one that if it really resonates with you, absolutely go for it. It can be a great tip in terms of standing out. Like if you really feel that you are lost in a sea of other coaches who are doing very similar things, then this is a great way to stand out and I would absolutely do it. But like I say, there's a part of myself that questions it a little bit in terms of and wants to rebel against it because it feels like a very, you know, kind of capitalist thing to have to do to present ourselves in that way. But again, part of that I think is to do with the execution. And I think, you know, you can use these signature elements and dial them up, but still have a lot of depth to who it is that you are and to what it is that you share online. So there's elements to this basically, but I think that's a really good one when it comes to standing out. And then another thing that you can do to stand out is really look at how you actually do business and how you show up in business. Now you will see in every industry, you'll see that there's some trends that start emerging where basically I think there's a little bit of, dare I say a little bit of copying going on perhaps? Or I mean, I'm saying that inspiration slash copying will go on in different industries, different mini niches and things like that, where everyone starts doing the same kind of thing, whether it's a similar kind of offer, a similar kind of promotion, you know, that kind of thing. And sometimes I feel like when we And again, all this comes back to us staying true to ourselves and being us in all honesty. But sometimes when we go against that, so like if every other health coach is, you know, selling like a, you know, a seven pound meal plan and everyone else is doing it and, you know, one health coach has had really great success with it and now everyone else is doing it. If that feels really good to you and you feel really excited about that idea, do it. However, if you don't, actually not doing it is a way that you could stand out because you're not necessarily, you're not falling in line with everyone else. So if you imagine a field full of sheep and, and I don't mean that in a really disparaging way, but if you imagine a field full of sheep and everyone's doing the same, you know, they're all doing the same thing. And then you decide not to, you're kind of making yourself a bit different. You're going to stand out because you're not just going with the flock. You're not just going in the same direction as everyone else. So from a business point of view and just the way that you do business, you can actually stand out just by doing business a little bit differently from everybody else. Now, again, there's no point in doing it differently just for the sake of it. This is really about doing business differently because 
the way that everyone else is doing it doesn't resonate for you. So it's really about, again, letting the who you are lead the way and basically making decisions around that. And and just to sum up, I think this whole episode of the show around standing out, this is what it's about. It really is about you being you as hard as possible and as outwardly as possible, because none of this is going to do anything if it's all just happening in your little space. You have to kind of go out there and share it with the world. That's what's going to help you stand out. So it's really about looking at yourself and those places where you perhaps hide a little bit, where you find yourself retreating into yourself, where you are, you know, you worry that perhaps that part of yourself is wrong. Like those are the places to actually push back a little bit against those limiting beliefs, I think, because often that's where the magic happens. That's where you do get to stand out. And that's where people do super resonate with you those are the places to go so if anything from this show that's the thing I would love everyone to take away from it because yes there's these specific things that you can do to stand out like I say you know the visual brand and really disrupting what is what everyone else is doing and you know the messaging and things like that and dialing up those signature elements but really all this is about is about being you and being you as hard as possible and knowing that there's nothing about you that is wrong and that actually a lot of the magic comes from when you really do and I mean this was really part of being wholeheartedly Laura was about showing up as yourself and not allowing yourself to shrink and actually just being you because that is what's going to attract people to you in a really you know organic way but that's that for me is the way to stand out. And again, if you want more support around how you can get more clients through this standing out, through weaving this into your business, then do check out my Aligned Client Attraction and Marketing Workshop. That gives you a full range of things that you can try. And we also look a lot at alignment because I think this is a really important thing. And this is I talk about this a lot in what I teach around business is that you have to feel good about the stuff that you do. It has to feel good to you. At some level, it needs to come from you because I can give you like a carbon cutout strategy that you can use, but if that doesn't resonate with you, it's not going to get you anywhere. So this is really about looking at what is aligned for you and figuring out a pathway that makes sense based on who you are, how you want to show up in your business, what you want your business to impact your life, you know, all of that stuff. So I really hope this has been helpful. And like I say, is the coaching market saturated? Hmm, who knows? But standing out is always going to be a good idea. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please do leave me a review. It's so, so helpful when someone takes the time to leave me a review. And again, if you've got any feedback on this, please pop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Laura. I'm also on the new threads. Pop me a message, you know, give me a mention on threads. I would love to see some people over there as well. The kind of new Twitter thing that's going on over there, which I'm quite enjoying. But again, you know, I'm not massive on social media, so I'm dipping my toe in. But I hope all of you guys are really well. I will see you next week. Take care. Bye.